Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saints Radio. It's uh, it's with great I almost said delight, but I'm really not delighted by this. You know, <laughs> that's a choice word. It's like a kid jumping up saying "yippee." It's with great uh, thankfulness that we're able to reach out to you today, and hopefully. You can hear us. Um, apologize for our challenges last week, but here we are. Here we are. And, uh, but this is kind of a bittersweet program because, you know, next week you and I will be traveling, so there won't be a broadcast, and we're going to be uh, back in July, and you know, normally July and August we take a summer hiatus of this uh, program as well as with the French program so this is our last broadcast until at some point in September don't write down the date we don't know when but it'll be probably seminar time right yeah yes sir so and there's there's multiple reasons for that not that we don't enjoy doing this broadcast. It's not that we're quitting or anything like that. It's just I think with everything, you you need to take a, a rest, a sabbatical, a Sabbath, um, a summer break. It's very hot in Dallas during the summer. It's very hot in this booth. And if you can hear the air conditioning in the background, we just had a long conversation about that because we recognize that it does distort the sound somewhat. But it is necessary because otherwise it would be about 130 degrees up here. Mm-hmm. And we love the fire of the Lord, but <laughs> I don't think that's the manifestation of Him. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's, it's, it's just a necessary break, and it we need it, you all need it, and the Lord doesn't need it, but this is what He's He's calling us to do. Yeah, that that's that is a definite major factor. The other is that so many of you are going to be engaged in lots of different things that you do in the summer, yeah. and so. Not that if only one person was listening. It's not that you're not important as an individual, but, you know, there's no sense to... Of course, I could say this about Sunday morning. <laughs> there's no sense to broadcast if, if there's nobody listening, you know? Um, so, we'll miss you. Yeah, we'll have other ways to connect. Yeah, we'll still have the Sunday services and Wednesday and other different avenues of connectivity. Yeah, I don't know what our I don't know what our range is, our extent, the extent of our range is with with things like Marco Polo and other ways that we use choose to communicate or the world allows us to communicate, but um, we'll definitely be in touch and connected at the throne. We'll still have First Saturday. We'll still be doing probably different kinds of prayer that's extended to the network. Um, Kingdom does not shut down in the summer. Kingdom Mm -hmm. doesn't even shut down when we go on vacation. But I do know that the Lord honors moments of rest and reflection and, and supply and it's just, it's a good thing. So. Amen. So I guess we better make this broadcast good. <laughs> yeah, better up our game a little bit here. Uh, well, I want to thank, and I know you do too, everybody for your intercession and your various means of support for the most recently 
concluded journey into Brazil. Many of you sacrificed uh, your time and money and your energies to travel there. Others sacrificed your intercession and your various other means of support while you stayed faithful in your Terrio placement. But for all of you here in um, the good old USA and other Western nations, thank you for joining for uh, the support of this divine event and um, continue to pray for for them. You know, I sent out a little notification to our congregation today asking for our people here to pray today for Pastor Felipe and his church because this is their weekly prayer night and last week he told me that they were devoting the first, at least the first 30 minutes of their prayer night to proscuneo. And um, he said, I asked him, what, what was your prayer life night normally consisting of? And you might guess. People come, they submit their prayer requests. Or people call in their prayer requests. They don't come, but they expect you to pray for them. And that's what their prayer time was. And I said, well, who hosted this? And he told me one of the ancillary pastors on their staff. And um, I said, well, what's his opinion of you taking the first 30 minutes to Proskuneo? He said, well, it's going to be this way. So he's just going to have to get with it. And uh, that's my paraphrase. So uh, those of you who've been in the walk of the saints for a long time, you can see how many hurdles and pitfalls there are in trying to insert this kind of obedience to the scripture within any church. And I, you could list the easily ten reasons why, how resistance could arise. So I was asking our congregation, and I extend this invitation to you to pray for that church today that the presence of the Lord would fill their house that God's spirit would draw people and that those people would be inclined to respond and that there would be a, a fruitfulness to the, the obedience of this leadership I also know that you know, they, they, the pastor who founded this church was Felipe's wife's parents. They're wonderful people. They cooked for us while we were there. They, they're sweet people. But you know the way it goes. Somebody gets sideways with this newfangled thing laying on your face. So they go and play the heartstrings to the older pastor. You know, we want it the way you establish things. It's just, you know, and that can generate problems. So um, you can't remove things that you're supposed to overcome. You, you, you can't pray those away. But I think that we need to be praying for them and um, use the, the overcomer's crown that you gained by pr pressing through to do this. And, and, you know, we could pinpoint all of those churches and the challenges they have. Pastor Luciano and Anna, they meet on Wednesdays. Um, there have been people who, who have said, oh, you know, we, we don't understand the message. We don't understand the teachings. And, you know, my level of patience with that. But they're, they're speaking this openly. And... Um, we need to encourage, ask encouragement upon the Monises and their, their household and in all the churches. So let's, let's not fool ourselves to think because we went down here and had a magnificent time, tremendous success. Um, we have an obligation to, as Paul said, keep praying for them, travailing in prayer, so that Christ can be formed in them. And that's the obligation. You know, we could extend this out, which I don't know who all's listening to this, but just having a, 
Now I better not say that. There's a difference between making your baby announcements and reveal parties and actually carrying the child through to delivery. And then once the child's there, you know, you've, you've got a lot of, um, you've got a lot of responsibilities. And so Christ being formed in travail, prayer is our obligation before the Lord. So today at some point, I don't know what time their prayer service is, but you know that it's two hours ahead of us, one hour ahead of the Floridians. Um, and it's already happened for those in France. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That makes no sense, but I wanted to laugh anyway. What say ye on this splendid topic, Monica? Well, first of all, I'm so thankful for the Word and for the power of the Word and that the Word was received and that seed is taken hold on good soil mm -hmm. and they are taking that revelation and they're running with it. And I, I just can't even tell you. I just... I'm so thankful. I was talking to you yesterday. We were talking about uh, this trip to France, which I do want us to talk about. Um, that, you know, how many years have we been proscuneoing? How many dozens of times have we taught that in different places? I know I've taught Brazil proscuneo just in the last four or five months or three months. And so, I mean, it is a ever-breathing, living <coughs> revelation in our lives as intercessors and as saints. But there was something in, something in Brazil, in my heart, that ignited the revelation of the power of that demonstration in prayer. And, you know, sometimes we run the risk because we go through the motions in obedience. Now you can't deny the fact that when you prostrate yourself before the Lord on your face, that is a very humbling, very surrendered, submitted posture. And and so I don't know how anybody could not do that every day mm -hmm. and think I am submitting myself to the, the ways of the Lord and for what how he wants to use me and my spirit be caught up in his wind and to partner with him in whatever he's doing. But sometimes we go through the motions. And so after all these years, I'm so thankful because this is not about me. I'm thankful that the Spirit was there, the presence of the Lord was there, and there was an anointing on the revelation. And it became, it, it's like it became new. Mm -hmm. at least for me and 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 I'm so thankful that they are because we even had a conversation the night before we actually taught on Puskineo and, and did that activation and it was about that very pastor is I want to see him on his face you said this to me I, I want to see him because the night before we had a prayer time mm -hmm. and we called people to Puskineo and about half of them did the rest of them sat in their chairs or they, you know, they bowed down or whatever. And um, the thing about it is, is it's a point of obedience. But the beautiful thing about it is that the Lord promises to meet with us when we do this. And God is searching. He's looking for those that will do this. And so if he's looking for something, I want to do it because I want him to find me, right? Yeah. And so we're going to just really believe today. And, and as this is established in that church, as they sub submit themselves to this and they're obedient to it, that as God searches, He finds them and He meets with them. And yeah. they have encounters with Him <coughs> that are <coughs> unprecedented. Because then all the other factors that we know about proskuneo and the power within, I mean, that's just built upon that. Yeah. If you're gonna pray, if you're gonna intercede, do it in a way that the Lord commands and do it in a way where you know there's power and efficiency in it, right? Not that you can't sit in your prayer closet. 
yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that. I, I'm saying um, I'm just super thankful for what God has given to us and that we're able to share that and see the obedience in it. Yeah. It's going to ultimately take a nation. Amen. So, and then we go into France and I, you know, we're, we're going to be in ministry, not this weekend, but next weekend, beginning on Friday morning, all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then until noon on Sunday. And it, it is our annual national seminar in France. It's going to be very different from what we've had in the past. Um, it's going to be, we've always had prayer gatherings, but it's going to be very much focused on the application of prayer and um, hearing from the Lord and going forward. And we absolutely are asking for your prayer. You're covering, you're just, we just need to blanket this gathering in prayer. There's a lot of things that have happened over the last three years. Um, but then there's a lot that's not happened. <laughs> and so we are just in obedience going to really posture ourselves there with the saints of France to, to be commissioned to go forward and to really see the word, the message, and the spirit of the Lord go forward throughout Western Europe. And it's time. It's not that he's not been moving over the last three years, but it's time for um, some very uh, precise strategies to be applied. And so please, please be in prayer over that gathering. And I mean, let's do the warfare before we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we would very much appreciate you standing in the gap with us and one of the nice things is that first Saturday is the big second day of ministry so um, not that we want you to wait to pray until then but it is the first weekend of July the seventh month fast of feasting month and um, Please seek the Lord as to what he wants from you in partnership, not just for France, but for Western Europe. We have some, we have to, we have to hear from the Lord in some big ways about each of those nations. You know, we, we gather in France, but what do we do about Belgium now? Pastor Allen and Colette will be there. Pastor Michel has passed away from Tournai. Uh, what do we do about um, Luxembourg? What do we do about Switzerland? Olivia Zafus will be with us. Uh, I don't know if anybody else from Switzerland will be coming. But um, we, we need the wisdom of the Lord because, you know, honestly, with the way things are steamrolling in Brazil, I can see the demand there is going to uh, to grow exponentially, and it's not that we don't care for other locations, but uh, we we definitely need the direction of the Lord because at, at this season, in this hour, just going. Because we think, well, you know, people there love us. We're, we need to teach. We need to build. Um, we're going to go where God says, but we're going to no go where the mouths are open and are hungry. And and we're when we see a, a, an army group forming, and we have a responsibility to train them, put weapons in their hands, and feed them, and teach them maneuvers in the spirit and the scripture. That's where I'm going. And I'm not saying I'm not going anywhere else, but we need direction. Like when we go into France this time, we're, we have a gathering of leaders. We have solid people that are there who are established. And we, we have allied with them for so long. 
and we're so appreciative of them. God is going to take this time when we're together as an intercessory time to hear the word of the Lord to see what they need to do, what their marching orders are, and we'll support that as well. But um, this is a different time frame, and we, we need the direction of the Lord. That is ultimately where we're going to follow. But if, if there are scenarios that we have responsibility for, and we pray and we see, okay, God says we need to provide them with this, we need to do this, they're about to be engaged in battle. Um, in wartime, all other industries go toward that. And so with this transitional moment, with this season that God's leading us in with the turning of the page, that's our, that's our agenda. And I know that might sound harsh, but it's not. It's, it's directed. Um, anyway, clean that up for me, will you? So we just need direction. We'll go where he says to go. But um, it's kind of like having a bunch of babies in the house. And you hear them crying, and you go, and you give them what they need, and you teach them. And um, if you've got some older children, maybe they should help you take care of the babies. Maybe they should start learning some things and doing some things on their own, you know? It's... It's that way. And then the Apostle Paul wrote and said, you know what, I, you, you guys ought to be oracles. You ought to be dealing with this, but you're wanting this bottle that I prepared for the baby down the hall. Seems I read that somewhere. I think it was in the scripture. So, we're excited about going to be with our allies in Western Europe such wonderful people, such strong saints. They've been praying and studying and doing the work of the Lord prophetically for, for years now. Gosh, how, how long have we known some of them? Goodness gracious. We need to give out awards for various levels of the many years that people have tolerated us. <laughs> but there's a new day for, for Europe. Um, I was telling Luke and Sylvia earlier that I'm really looking forward to the prayer times to be able to feel what creation is saying, to be able to hear what the Spirit is saying through these saints. Because it's a new day. I'm excited about this. And to see what God's going to say going forward. Um, it's, 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 it's great. which we are so incredibly thankful for that they have stood. I mean, they are standing and holding their ground. Yes. And so many of them have come out of the church and are standing as one in the wilderness or in small groups of, you know, prayer groups, either in the South or in different places. And, and my heart is grieved for them over the years because it's very difficult for them to actually function in the general church. Mm -hmm. So God has brought them out and they have been waiting and just really been patiently seeking the Lord about what he wants to do to establish his church there in France. And we've talked about this so many times. We've talked about just the whole pastoral office and, and what that represents and how God has called them as saints to understand that and to rise up and you know, the church 
doesn't always look the same. Then you go into South America and the church is the church. The church is big and loud and, and, and full. And, and, and so what we're experiencing in Brazil and what I'm afraid we're gonna experience in Brazil is the refinement of the church in the days ahead. And in many ways, but different. You, you just cannot compare the two. And so when we go into France, you know, the, the approach of the Spirit is going to be different mm -hmm. in some ways, but the Word remains the same. The message remains the same. It's just how do we come alongside and partner with them to do what God's called them to do to see disciples being made. And their nations and to see the word being go going forth and without the church building without that structure of what we've all been accustomed to in the church and so it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out in the future but i do know that the lord has something very special for those ones in our french-speaking countries that have stood oftentimes as one faithful in their terio just extending welcoming heaven to earth and seeing the manifestation of his presence there wherever they are and I know that the Lord is going to honor that and he is going to you know we we started out this year I was thinking about this we started out this year praying in a five-fold way you know a five-fold directive based on our our gathering in March this ministry in Brazil and the ministry in France. And we spent five weeks and we applied the fivefold. We did a, a five weeks of prayer and it focused on those three outreaches. Then we went seven weeks and we did the seven week, um, sevenfold progression into what was supposed to happen in, in, in Brazil. Um, this is ever bit as significant it's just different mm -hmm. because you know we talk about seed that we've sown in Africa and India and the many many hours that we spent teaching those saints and you know we still by faith hold on to what God has sown into those lands into his creation I know what God has sown into France and into Belgium and into Switzerland and into those, those yes even in the countries we've not have active ministry in you know in Germany and where we've gone and we've prophesied and we've prayed yeah. and we've proskuneoed and in the so Netherlands yes the Lord is the spirit of the Lord is going to move but what I was going to say I lost my train of thought is when we began this year with such directed intercession on behalf of the nations and the gathering here which ultimately affects the nations um, it was to welcome his presence I mean that was that was the initiation of every part of it is we have to have his presence and so if you're if and when you pray for france and for this french gathering and for these 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 countries in western europe please 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 just ask the lord that his presence would just come yeah and be with them and and that there would be a spirit of of encouragement and just I mean, when you when you talk about his presence in the purest way, the translation of that is the moving of his face. We need that. We need to step in there and we need to move with his ways. We need to move with his face. We need face to face, mouth to mouth, commune with him to know what he is saying and to release that and to commission them and to go forth in that. And for them to care to take that, to take that in obedience and to walk it through. And 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 we need the anointing and we need the glory. I mean we need the covering. We need all of that. But just please just just partner with us to pray for his presence to to rest in all those nations and in the the churches and the prayer houses and in our gathering that not only will we be changed into his glory transformed prepared for what lies ahead but that we will carry that and i just i'm expectant of 
something that even far exceeds what we've experienced in the past. And then we're not going in with any fanfare. There's no parades. There's not even a worship team. <laughs> it's us and the Lord and his angels. And um, But at the same time, I, I am expecting, I don't even want to say visitation because it's, it's something that is, is, is going to be lasting mm -hmm. and sustainable for them. And so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's well said. You know, we, you talked about the, the first prayer offering that we did, that, those five weeks, basically leading up to our seminar here. And then the seven weeks going off of that, leading into Brazil. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we put the offering to the saints in France and in Western Europe to go before the Lord and those leaders over there. See, these are leaders. These are people that have walked this for years, and we love and appreciate them. They're our allies. Um, we ask them to go before the Lord and say, what do you want from me? What, how do you want me to offer fasting? How do you want me to pray? And this was more of, a, of an individual thing. Like, I know what God asked me to do coming right off the heels of returning from Brazil. And I'm still engaged in that. I know you're doing the same thing. So it, it just lest anybody think, oh, we're not praying about Western Europe. The team is praying. You and I, the Benichons, the other leaders, we're all praying, but it's an individual, it's been an individual pursuit, which is what God wanted. And so that's kind of interesting that from January till now, we've had one after another after another of, of we've been privileged to have intercessory directives and ministry pursuits and what's going to come once we return as we look into what's what's coming we'll, once we get through this we'll, the, the, the European gathering we'll ask the Lord what, what do we do now and we'll be looking toward um, September um, I've, I was already praying about that this morning you know I said Lord this whole year has been about your presence this entire year and I thought about calling it his face or <laughs> presence part du <laughs> it's so, never going to not be about his presence right but this this is a kind of an extension during this season uh, during this time frame where God is drawing us all to his face you're right it's always about that but this is a concerted concerted draw I can tell you personally from from my position here in this network from a prophetic standpoint there has I mean I when we had our gathering in March that was entitled his presence that was our focus and we had spent those weeks um, really welcoming his presence and there was teaching about his presence some you know, re revisiting, but the Lord was breathing fresh insight into that. That when we got to that that seminar in March, there was a difference. I mean, I I I know that we there was there was just a closeness of His face, mm -hmm. at least from my perspective, throughout that whole gathering, where He just led us so succinctly through the whole thing. Um, not that we don't, you know, not that we wander around like blind men. That's not it. I mean, he's always faithful during the gatherings. But it was, there was, there was just a, a precision of the way we moved with him that was, to me, just extraordinary. And, and I know, I know the goodness of our God and his faithfulness. He hears our prayers and he, he honored our heart's desire to be intimate with him in that way. You think about intimacy, and I am, I'm all about that. If 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 that's not the foundation of everything that I do, then forget it. I, it's just 
it's going through the motions. But intimacy also calls us into war and into um, every dimension of what we're called to do as partners, as sons. And there was, you know, it's just, he was just so faithful to open up his heart and open up who he is to us in such a, an amazing, tangible way that I, I don't ever, it's like I'm holding on to that because I know that that is what he intends for us to walk in. Um, you know, you can liken it to Adam and Eve in the garden and the intimacy that they had as they were moving in his, the, you know, the breath of the wind of the day. I mean, that's what he intends for us. It is definitely face-to-face, mouth-to-mouth, um, intimate commune and direction and strategy and all of those things. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. It's just, it's, I, I just, listen, if I learned one thing through these last three years, and I know you know this well, you have been trained to the nth degree in ministry, and the Lord has trained you. I have watched over the last 30-something years, I don't even know how long I've been here, <laughs> how the Lord has developed and trained you and mentored you personally, and and made you who you are today as his voice, as his minister, as his apostle, as his prophet, as all the things that you carry. Um, oh, I know what I was gonna say. I know what the anointing feels like, and I know what it feels, I know what it feels like to be trained, and I know what it feels like to be able to do the job, and to do the job well. But I also know what it feels like to do the job well um, I know what it's like to go f- I know what it feels like when you feel like you're just going through the motions you know what I'm talking about right and I never want that ever again not that I was doing that I'm just saying you you minister day after day after day after day or I mean there was some you know some of the things that we did when we went to Brazil that last trip I mean we did three seminars back to back in two weeks remember that yeah and you stand up you stand up to the plate and you're you're just like Lord you got it you know this is yours just use me and you have to draw upon the gifts and what you've learned and the way you, you have to, to draw from that, but we don't ever want to do that without the fullness of his anointing and his presence. Yeah. And I'm just rambling now, but... Um, yeah, it's... God is so, is so good to us and has been such a wonderful Adonai and El Shaddai for us. And um, we're we're so grateful to him. You know, and he's still training us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about this last trip into Brazil, and I I am so thankful. I mean, I had the privilege of of going with you, of of just witnessing um, the the points of ministry that you, the way you led that whole gathering from an apos- from, as an apostle. And there was such a promotion there. There was such an intense grace there that was upon you, that was moving through you. You were not the same man that I traveled with three years ago. I mean, there, there was promotion. There was, there was, and I've already said this. I mean, there was just, there was an intensity. There was an authority. There was, and, and I know, I mean, stepping into scenarios that are even unfamiliar I mean that whole theater thing I mean that that was unfamiliar I mean we stepped into a theater that we just walked into for the first time in our lives yeah. now we prayed into that and that Lord met us there and the anointing was there but um, I mean I know that and there had to be moments of maybe I don't know, maybe not 
of trepidation before stepping up to that. But you stepped up to it, and the man, it's just like the presence and the glory and the anointing and the fire and he just manifested through you every single time and I and I know that's training because you have to learn how to move in that measure of his anointing in that measure of whatever it is he's doing in that moment which you know I know that you had such resolve that we are not going to forfeit this moment no way no how right yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there, there's definitely, there, there, it's kind of like the table the Lord lays for you. you. You have to utilize what's on that table and you have to hope that there are people around that table who are hungry. And, and even, even the measure of of what you did on Saturday morning with the proscuneo teaching that was all fresh and new and the prophetic directive was to get all the pastors and leaders up there on that big platform and as a point of obedience but also as a sign to all of their congregations we're all who, who's on the Lord's side and let him come over unto me and they, they did it and they hearkened to the prophetic unction and that was very special to me and I know that it had to be uh, very fulfilling for you to to actually see <laughs> see that happen <laughs> oh my goodness but I did but when I was laying up there and, and at many points during the, the, the message you know, years ago, I stopped wearing a watch. Yeah, I felt that, you know, how much I love watches. Um, but I stopped wearing a watch, and I thought it was because the Lord told me to, and I've been fine without it. But I thought, you know, now, when we're going into ministry, I probably need to start wearing a watch again because I can't be looking at my phone all the time. In that theater, there was no clock. And he said, well, brother, we don't need the clock. Well, you do if you have a... If you have a, a, an agenda that God's laid out, you got to keep things rolling or you lose it. And so there were many times I was thinking, I've been laying up here a long time on Saturday morning. I wonder what time it is. I wonder what's coming next. I couldn't get your attention, which I'm not faulting you. And I was trying to look over, you know, kind of peek over to the two guys that were laying beside me, and neither one of them had a watch on. And I thought, I don't know what time it is. And I was so grateful I saw... I saw you get up. I was focused on the Lord, but the Bible says watch and pray. So, yeah. you know, especially when you're the over, you know, you're the overseer of the whole thing. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, and to to all the team that went, you know, everybody. We had a lot. We had young little kids, and we had older folks, older than me, which is saying something. Um, everybody got along. Everything was well. And um, we're just so grateful. But now we, we have responsibilities. And we keep moving forward. And I, um, I'm looking forward to being with our... Uh, see, I view these European people as our family. They're our allies. They're not babies. We walk with them. We've walked with them for hundreds of hours on their soil, mm -hmm. then on our belly, praying with them. And we cherish that. We've done activations all over Western Europe. We should have been, maybe you did, we should have been listing them. Because, you know, we've invested ourselves in so many ways, in obedience to the Lord, and we're thrilled with that. But... I look at this as a gathering of family, of solid, strong people. And not to say that the Brazilians are not that way. I'm not indicating that. But they're on a different, they're on a different calling agenda, 
it's all the same principles it's all the same word but they're in different levels of development so you have to be sensitive to what the spirit is saying for each place and to know the limits of what you can do and it really if, if this was possible to admire Jesus more it really there's a sense of admiration to the Lord that the Son of God could come onto this earth and deal with people in so many different levels always urging them to move forward and, and to go deeper to, to see the Lord doing that so proficiently and so lovingly and so obediently and even the Apostle Paul then who tried to emulate that you know, he'd go to babies, he'd go into the synagogue, he would go amongst those that were his comrades in the faith, who stuck their neck out for him and for the calling of the saints, which he said. And to go from play to go up to Jerusalem and confront Peter, uh, to deal with Apollos, a skilled, solid scholar, um, to, to be able to adjust and become all things to all people which is what he said when I'm in Rome I do as the Romans that's that's an anointing where, you, where you're not just going as I, I shouldn't say this but we've seen some prophetic ministries just go and show far the same thing everywhere and, and we bless them maybe that's what they're called to do but what we did in Brazil now we regroup before the throne and we go in amongst our family and our allies in France strong people and hear the voice of the Lord and walk with them in in ways that God has chosen for them we're not trying to recreate seminar here we're not trying to recreate what happened in Brazil we couldn't do that but to have that flexibility and to and to be, become what God wants us to be as workmen I, I asked for that malleability of the spirit that we can be that um, and I know that we will there's some wonderful things that God's going to do we ask for your prayers you know it's so funny uh, we came out of Brazil that crazy escalator experience. Thankfully, Cece is well. I asked about her, asked her sister this morning. God, thank God he preserved us. But I was looking at the assignment for prayer. <laughs> That's seventh week. <laughs> the big thing was health and protection and, and all those things. And I, I do think God answered. Uh, and he did. That could have been disastrous. But we came out of there, nobody got sick. Isn't that amazing? A team of that many people. Nobody. Are you aware of anybody who got sick? That's a miracle. And to be to to in front of everybody, that catastrophic thing, I still don't know how that happened. That we emerged. God protected us. And whatever that assignment was, God is giving us authority and an overcomer power. Um, so, anyway, please be in prayer for us. Um, he said, well, why don't you take a bigger team? We've taken huge teams into France. I don't know how many people have walked there. Other teams have gone forth from here into Europe. And we, we're grateful for that. But our agenda over the years has been to see leaders developed. And then when you have that, you don't necessarily need to take a big team with you because you've already got an indigenous team. So that's, that's what we cherish. And that's what we're going into. But we need your prayers. And we'll do whatever God says. I hope we emerge with plans. What's this nation going to do? What do you need? 
what's going to happen? You know, there, there are some promises that we've made, particularly, well, I won't say to who, but there are entire regions that we've made promises to go to, and we're going. New works, cutting, cutting edge work. I'm, you know what else I'm praying? I remember when we did activations in Spain. I remember a big activation we did in the court of Ferdinand and Isabella. And we laid claim to South America. And I, I know that God's going to open Portugal. I, I know that. All these Brazilian Portuguese speakers... God's going to call them into that beautiful country of Portugal. I remember, remember, uh, oh, what was the old, the name of the old guy from Scotland? He married to Noel. Fraser. Fraser. He would go into Portugal and he would talk about the wonderful times they had there and praying with people. He's gone on to be with the Lord now. That was a sweet, sweet man. I thought Janie was going to kill him that one time when they were dancing. <laughs> In Montelmar, top, tone it down there, Janie. This guy, his governor said at about fifty miles an hour. You're trying to take him to ninety. Stop it. But he survived. But I, I'm believing for that. That that nation, Portugal, needs to be open for the things of the spirit. Spain does. Um, in Southwest France. That, 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 it's just wonderful. It's just... So we're not saying... We're still committed, but we've got to have the direction of the Spirit. Um, and we will. But the direction often comes as we go. Well, that's just it. And you say we're not taking a big team. We're, we're being... We're going into the land small. Well, we have a big team there. Well, absolutely, we have a big team there. We've labored for years and years to get that established, or the Lord has. And I just, I'm, I'm, you know, we can't, it's like I said, I mean, we can't compare Western Europe with Brazil. God's going to do a, a different thing. I mean, every continent and subsequently, I would say every country has its own innate giftings and, and anointings mm -hmm. that serve. And we've always said, you know, that the French-speaking people, they have that teacher-seer gift. But they also, there is such an incredible measure of, of creativity mm -hmm. that is just so resident in that land we're going to tap that because we know God, we don't have the answers. We know that we've been obedient to sow the seed and the seed is still alive, even if it's under that ground. I mean, the seed is still absolutely alive. And so we're going in to really tap that creative vein yeah. to, to, to bring forth strategy and really believe for just a, an incredible outpouring of the Spirit through those nations. Because we all know that even in our own nation, that's the only answer for us. Yeah. What do they need in light of what's happened politically, governmentally, and spiritually in these past three years? Um, that both our nation here in the good old U.S. of A., I'm embarrassed by the evil that is just openly embraced. You know, I was reading a, this is, just stick with me here. The, there's a big sports journal called The Athletic that's all over the nation, bought by the New York Times recently. The big article yesterday, the big article, was the fact that in all of Major League Baseball, the only team that has not had a pride night has been your Texas Rangers. And they were lambasting the Rangers for this. And the, the whole article, big article, was about this. And I, I thought, yay, Texas, yay. 
but to just that's one thing that you, you don't want to get me started on pride huh? no no i, I mean <laughs> because I, I, you can ask olivia i just go i just I, that plus so many other points of evil so just and western europe is lockstep and in accord what luke and sylvie would say in some ways leading the pack and and so we've got to we've got to believe for these wonderful brothers and sisters for the time we have left before the next paragraph of the timetable of the Lord is revealed what do these folks need how can we establish what needs to be done there's a different kind of spiritual maneuver now the same things trying to reach into South America the, the bigger challenge for them is the influence of the communist Chinese to control and to limit Christianity. That's all around them. But see, that's coming, I mean, in, in different ways. I mean, socialism yeah. and, and Marxism, all that is coming, they're trying to welcome that into, in a different way. Yeah. Through the administration here in the U.S. I don't know about France, but. Oh, yeah. It's. Macron is doing the dance with the Chinese. He was over with uh, he was over with Xi Jinping about a month ago, saying that we have decided that we're not going to follow the West anymore. We're not going to do the things that America has agreed to do. We're just going to stand on our own. And the Chinese were there with a the big smile. And we bless the Chinese people. They're sweet people, but these are spiritual influences, and. Um, so whatever, be in prayer for us that whatever our prayers with these precious people, um, whatever the Spirit would say that we would hear it clearly and then be able to deduce a strategy of obedience. That's what we need. And so, um, anyway, we appreciate your prayers. Now, one other thing that I'm sure people are asking, and I'll just say it, um, probably next year we'll do another theater adventure in Brazil. I am not planning the same way that we welcome saints. We did it, we did it this time because so many had never traveled out of the country we had little ones that I love and, and wanted to make sure everything was well. But once you go there and you see, hey, you can get around in this city. You, you, you know, you see the safe places. You know where to go, where not to go. Uh, this next time, it's going to be more of, okay, oh, your church is coming? Well, you know how to get there. Our church, okay, this is the way you go. Individuals coming it's easy to get Ubers there. They'll take you right where you need to go. The same app just does it. But we don't know a date. We don't even know the theater. Um, we will be going again in November. We're not saying Ollie Ollie in free for people to come. There's two big gatherings that we've committed to go to. We're still trying to figure this out for November. And then some offshoot points of investigation and ministry that will set the stage for training and prayer gatherings um, these are things the spirit's been whispering to me about but we've we've got a we've got a lot of work to do and as jerry reed would say in that old hymn and a short time to get there <laughs> we've got a long sing it with me way to go and a short time to get there well southbound and down rolling up in truck we're going to do what they say can't be done. Hallelujah. Everybody stand and worship. All right. We've gone past time, but this is our concluding broadcast for the summer. So next week, there won't be a broadcast. Next week, you will have the invitation to pray on first Saturday, um, being, I think, July 1st. So, um, but please be in prayer for us and for these wonderful folks gathering from many points in Western Europe. Um, let's, let's believe for 
the Spirit to do what He has ordained to do at long last after... This is... we The last one was four years ago. Wow. So, we've got to approach this in a different way than what we would normally do year after year after year. God's good. We thank Him for the privilege of being able to serve Him together as saints. And this network of saints is growing in extent and in depth, the height, the depth, the width, the breadth, and we're so grateful for that. So thank you. We uh, will miss reaching out each week, but um, Wednesday night live will continue. Other Zoom meetings will continue. Sunday live stream out of here will continue. Uh, and we'll be in touch. But this broadcast is Aww. on hiatus. Thank you. God bless and goodbye.